Hi there, you're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. All right, pitfall number three is to neglect your soft skills. While tech skills and practice-specific skills are important, trust me when I tell you that soft skills are equally important. Look, you could even have top-notch e-discovery project management skills, but if you don't know how to communicate effectively with the attorneys, or the clients, you're going to be limiting your career potential. You can be the ace when it comes to drafting discovery requests or going to trial, but if you can't efficiently manage your time, you're going to be limiting your career potential. If you don't have good interpersonal skills that are going to allow you to work well with your other colleagues, okay, say it with me, you're going to be limiting your career potential. Here's the thing. I've met plenty of paralegals over the years who were great at the other skills, but they lacked some core soft skills that were important. Were they making good money and was their work product top-notch? Sure. Were they as successful as the paralegal who also had all the soft skills? No, not even close. That's why I added mindset and behaviors into the litigation boot camp years ago. Because I was putting together a framework and I asked myself, what did all of the successful litigation paralegals have in common that I could teach to other new litigation paralegals? I'm not going to go through all of them here, but if you want to see what that framework looks like, I actually put it in a Venn diagram kind of thing. Just Google litigation paralegal career accelerator. And I noticed that it comes up in the Google AI result, which was kind of cool. But then if you scroll down past the sponsored ads, you'll get to the website page. When I just did it, I mean, just a few days ago anyways, my blog article and video came up, number one, underneath those sponsored ads. Now, I guess the algorithm could be picking up on me looking for my own stuff. I don't know. Anyways, litigation, paralegal, career accelerator. Google those. Okay, so what are some of the soft skills that you want to have? I'm going to list out the top ones that I hear from what attorneys want and what managers are looking for when they're interviewing. Write them down on a piece of paper. Well, not if you're driving or walking the dog. If you're listening to this Sunday morning, hopefully you're not driving to work, (laughs) but you come back to the episode. It's a short one. Listen to the whole one this first round through and then come back to it later and just do the fast forward to get to this part. Because I want you to write them down on a sheet of paper and honestly ask yourself, how would you currently rate yourself in that category right now on a scale of one to 10? And write those numbers next to the soft skills that I'm going to list out for you. Then choose the lowest two and work on those first. Depending on what it is, maybe it's just getting some free advice on YouTube on how to improve that skill. Maybe that leads you to a book to read on the topic or a short video course or something. But just do that. It'll help. 
And then once you go back and you re-rank those, if they've moved up higher and you've got the other lower two that are two different soft skills, then work on those. Put it on your calendar, though. 15 minutes every Saturday, spend time reading or watching videos on that topic. Then put another date on your calendar, let's say in 60 days. Do a status check on the list. Now, how would you rate them? Then look at the lowest two, where are they at, and what are you going to work on for the next 60 days? Okay, here's your list. Now, one word of caution, this is not an exhaustive list. This is just a list of what comes to mind for me from what I've seen and heard. I do reserve the right to add to this list later on as I think of more. Wow, that kind of sounded like a legal notice or something. (laughs) That's not where I'm going with that. Now, I know what I'll do. I'll do a blog article and just put them all in one big blog article, maybe later this year. Okay, number one, verbal communication skills. The ability to interact with clients, attorneys, colleagues, everyone. Now, that could be confidence in your communication skills as well, right? Maybe you don't feel as confident when you're communicating with the attorneys in your office. Then be specific when you're looking up videos. How to speak more confidently at work. How to be more confident at work. Okay, so that was one, verbal communication skills. Two, problem-solving skills. I did a whole episode about this a while back. Actually, it was quite a while back now that I think about it. I didn't have time for these quick episodes to go back and look up episode numbers, but I'll bet you would get a good result on Google if you just typed in something like paralegal podcast on problem solving with Ann Pearson, something like that. Use your paralegal research skills. Go find it. All right, next one. Attention to detail. Oh yeah, you knew I was going to go there. That would have been number one on the list if I was doing this list in the order of importance. And yes, there probably is an episode on that. I have a 60-minute course on attention to detail, but I think I did a short little episode on it too. Number four, time management. Ditto. I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but same thing applies. Go look up that episode and then go dig deeper. Go dig deeper if this is one of your low-ranking scores. Number five, critical thinking. I'd actually put this kind of together with analytical thinking skills, but I also think this is naturally going to start to improve the critical thinking and, and analytic thinking. I think personally that If you work on your problem-solving skills, that your critical thinking skills will improve. So maybe group those together. If one one is low, then maybe do those two together. Work on your problem-solving and your critical thinking. Speaking of problem-solving, the P makes me think of the next one, project management skills. Well, technically, I guess project management are more of a hard skill than a soft skill, right? Okay, scratch that off. No, don't scratch it off. Let's change it to leadership skills. I know you might think that leadership skills would only be necessary if you were moving into management, but that's not true. Leadership skills will help you with your inner office interaction with your colleagues. It's going to allow you, yeah, to lead a project, right? Project management. So leadership skills. Next is organization skills. Can you look at a compilation of documents? or data, 
and use your organizational skills to come up with a plan on how to easily locate the information that you're going to need later on? Or do you automatically just default to organizing everything chronologically? Sometimes that makes sense. Other times it doesn't. But organizational skills are not just, I keep my desk neat and tidy. It's more your mind's organization skills. All right, number eight, accountability. Actually, I would group that in with accountability and responsibility. Look, I've said this for decades. Attorneys don't want to hear excuses, even valid ones. They just want to get their work done correctly and on time. Did you hire a vendor who caused something to get filed and served late? Did you delegate work to a colleague and then turn it in with their errors on it? It just doesn't matter to the attorney how it happened or who did it. They just want it fixed. When they call you in their office to discuss whatever got messed up, go with facts and a plan for how that's not going to happen again. If you delegated a portion of a project to another paralegal and they messed something up, that's on you. You should have checked it better. So accountability and responsibility. Okay, I don't want this list to be too long and overwhelming. This is supposed to be a shorty episode, so I'll stop at these eight. Put them on a list, give yourself an honest current ranking, and then get to work on the two lowest rankings. You've got this. And if you're a new or fairly new litigation paralegal, check out the Litigation Paralegal Bootcamp. Enrollment's going to close on Thursday, so you've only got a few days if you want to be able to get in this time. It's litigationparalegalbootcamp.com. And I'll be back tomorrow with pitfall number four that you're going to want to avoid. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.